got soap in my ear. And then my earbuds go in, and that's what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. The real world. Podcast time. Uh, what up, YF Terse? How are we feeling? My voice is going to sound a little uh, deeper and darker because uh, your boy got sick. I don't know how it happened, but it did, which is ridiculous because I treat my body like a temple. And uh, I go on runs every day and I sit in a sauna and then I go in my cold plunge and I still get sick. And I also make immunity shots by scratch, from scratch. I get the ginger, I get the lemon juice, I get the turmeric, I get the cayenne pepper, I get the pepper, the reg pep. I blend it all up. Into little shots, and then I take them. I don't even pay. I don't even go to the store and buy them. I make them myself, like a fucking homesteader in Alaska. And yet I still get sick. Seems like a fucking racket. Anyways, how you guys doing? You guys doing good? Okay, that's nice. Should we call the Branda? Let's call the Branda. Let's call her up. It's time now. Let's call her up. Time for the show. Hello. Hello. Hey. Uh, what's up? Just drinking a green juice, you know? I was just telling the wife tears about how I make my own immunity juice. Oh, you know. Yeah. Still sick. I'm sick right now. Don't know. I think it's all bullshit. I think I should just be eating bacon and raw eggs and just living my life. But you have the Roan? I don't think I have the Roan. I don't know if it's allergies. I haven't felt bad. I had like a little bit of a scratchy throat. At night, that's how you know it, when it's happening at night. True. Been stuffed up for a couple days. Like I don't feel bad. Is that what allergies are? I mean, it's the way you sound sounds like allergies to me. So I don't know if I've ever th- thought I had allergies. I always just thought, oh, I'm sick, I guess. But so well, they do come on as you age. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm stuffed up and my voice sounds, well, actually it sounds kind of great. Probably allergies. Yeah, I get them a lot. Do you? Yeah. Ugh. No thanks. I usually... Pop a Claritin every day, you know? Oh, I should try that, huh? Oh, yeah. What a concept. Yeah. I did like a Instagram thing of because I hurt my back the other day. I think I told mm. you about that. This podcast is just sounding like a bunch of boomers like, I'm hurt now. My fingers hurt. And then I took, my, Sarah was like, you should take an Advil. And I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. Then I took an Advil. Felt great. I always, oh, yeah. I always forget to take the pain meds. I only take like Advil when I'm hungover, but you're not, it's when you're, when your body hurts. It is. But yeah, so I make my own immunity juice and I was telling the wife. That doesn't years. work. Yeah, I know, but it's got, it's people swear by it. So it's got to do something. Okay. So this is what I do. Uh, my brother's got lemon tree. So I go steal a bunch of his lemons. Okay. okay. Squeeze of the juice of two lemons. Also, when we got married, we got a juicer. Like one of those that you put it on and, go, and it spins mm-hmm. around. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good visual. And I also keep the seeds. Apparently the seeds are good. I don't know. Someone told me that. Lemon seeds? Yeah. So what you do is you, you, juice, you juice the lemons. You get the juice. Then you take some of the pulp and some of the seeds. You put that into a blender. Then what you do is you add half a cup of water or you can do like coconut water or something. But I just do water because I think coconut water tastes like an armpit. So gross. Don't know how people drink that shit. And then what you do is you get like two kind of big old things of ginger. You throw that in there. And then you throw in some turmeric, like a tablespoon, and then a teaspoon of cayenne pepper and a teaspoon of uh, pepper pepper. And then you blend that shit up. And then you get a sieve. Sieve? Sieve? A sieve or a sieve? A sieve. A 
sieve. Fuck. Oh, anyways, you know, I'm talking about a mesh situation and I pour it through there and then I pat it through so I get as much juice as humanly possible and then I pour that into a little receptacle and then I have immunity shots. Cute. So that's what I do and I'm still sick, so. That for you. Well, I paid way too much money for this. That's the thing. Blocks. Those things are so expensive. It's insane. I know, but I'm only home for two days, so I didn't really have time to like make a bunch of shit. Yeah, I hear that. So I was like, this is a good time to do a little juicy cleanse. Not that I'm going to not eat because I love food, but, um, you know, just when, when I'm home for a couple of days, I just go down to the little juice bar and grab a few of these and get some greens. Speaking of not eating, I'm trying something new. Intermittent fasting? Yes. People swear by this, but like, I know. it sounds miserable. It's really not that bad. So this is not an ad. Should be. Producers, go sell this idea. Get us a, a deal. There's an app called Zero. Effectively, it kind of like tracks your intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So you'll put in like the last time you ate, and then you'll decide like what type of intermittent fasting you want to do. So I've been doing the 16 hours off one for four days, I think, 16-4 or whatever. But you can do all, you can do crazy ones. You can do 24-hour fast. You can do 48-hour fast. You can even do longer. And then it tells you, it'll be like, okay, so your body is now like just using the energy of the food you just ate. And then after like like whatever, 12 hours, it'll be like, okay, you're now in the fat burning portion. Like this would be a good time to go on a walk or go on a run or something like that. And then after like whatever, 12 hours, it'll say, okay, now you're in ketosis. So this is really great. Like if you go and do these things, I haven't gotten past the ketosis. I only did like a 24 hour one. I'm such a competitive person that like stuff like this helps because I'm like, I have to beat it. I have to win. I can't fail. So anyways, I'm trying it out. What do you think? Mm, yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know. Most people that I know that do the intermittent fasting, like long term, they just don't eat until like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And then, then, you know what I mean? And then they stop eating so early. I'm like, how do you, how do, you do it? I don't know. The not eating all day or like waiting until like three or whatever and having like a six hour window to eat. The not waiting all day to eat until like three, that's not hard. What's hard is you have your, like, let's say your last meal at seven o'clock. It's the like, ooh, I want a little candy at like 9.30. Ooh, I want some chips or something. You can't do, that's what sucks. That is least favorite portion. Here's what I think is hard though. If you're somebody that works out, goes to the gym or does some sort of like exercise earlier in the day, I just, I couldn't go ride, ride a horse without at least like a banana. I would probably faint. Really? So it's like, I just, yeah, I just got to I can't eat a lot before I ride, but if I don't have something, I just don't feel my best. Like I need something yeah. to give me a little sustenance before a big workout like that. So that would be the hard part for me is like having to go ride on an empty stomach and like not have any like energy to burn, I guess. I hear that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It might, it's all a racket. I mean, these immunity shots might be a racket. This twenty-four hour fasting thing. This cold plunges that I'm doing. It's, it's yeah. probably it's all bullshit. BS. Yeah. I will say that I do. I've gotten to the point now where I like cold plunges. You do. Yeah. And what's what's really weird is that the shower seems way too hot nowadays. Oh. I think my body has just like changed its. Like perception of heat at this point. Well, that's maybe a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. They say like really hot water is just not great for you, you know? Not good for your skin. I can see that. Uh, You want to start the show? Yeah, we should. I think it's you. All right. 
Bros and hoes, you're listening to it of your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy coming at you live. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. You got some fave things, bro? Bro. So I've been talking about Perfect Match. Yeah. I can't believe you even started it. I'm like, you really should watch it. I really think you'd like it a lot. Okay. It's just, it's it's better than all the other shows because they've combined all the best people into one, you know? Yeah. So, and honestly, at first I was mad they didn't just put the whole season out because, you know, I love a binge. Yeah. But actually the way they did it was kind of genius. They put out, I think it's like four episodes every week for like three weeks or something. It's kind of smart. So, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, because I finished it. So if you haven't finished Perfect Match and you want to, maybe fast forward 45 seconds. So it, it ends with like three couples seeming like pretty strong and pretty genuine and pretty great and then you know now on tiktok i'm finding out none of these fucking couples are still together like does true love even exist like can anyone really go on a tv show looking for love and find love like i feel like it's just all a game and everyone's just like doing it for the tv show and like for the competition of it and it's just so disappointing to me georgia and dom were so fucking cute i can't believe they won i really thought the couple that got engaged would win broey joey and carousel they get engaged oh they do Apparently, they're not together anymore. Like, Ugh. what the fuck? All for the TV show. Yeah. I really thought they would win because they were the only one to get engaged. They were together since day one. And then, you know, everyone votes on who they think should win. And it ended up that Georgia and Dom won, which I think is adorable. I think they were very cute. But, I, you know, I think Georgia just had said a couple times in the show, like, oh, yeah, we haven't had sex. We don't really, like, we're not very physical. So it's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. But they win. And so, but they don't stay together. And then the couple I really had high hopes for was Chloe and Shane. I mean, they just seem so fucking perfect and so in love. And then according to TikTok, they're not together either. Oh, no. Ugh, I'm crushed. How dare they? I'm really crushed. I love Chloe. I remember when she was on our show. Yes. I love her so fucking Babes. That's all I remember her saying. <laughs> Babes. She's cute. Great show. Yeah. Speaking of reality TV, but really more documentary, what are your thoughts on the Murdoch murders? I don't know anything about it. <gasps> nothing. Brandy. School me. I don't know. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I saw a joke about it on SNL last night, and I had no idea what they were talking about. It's completely consumed my life. Okay. I mean, that and the Selena, Haley, Kylie drama, but we'll get into that oh, later. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, if you guys haven't watched or know anything about the Murdaugh murders, 
maybe skip forward like five minutes because I'm about to fucking tell Brandy everything. <laughs> the Murdaugh murders? Oh my God. One, it's been playing out in the court system this like the past couple of weeks and we've been watching the whole thing unfold. Oh. Beautiful. But there are two documentaries, okay? And this is where I would suggest starting. Okay. I would suggest starting with the Netflix one. On the Murdaugh murders. Is this like a recent murder? Okay. I'm going to go through the, the entire thing and you're going to be so fucking... Because you love a murder. Love. I love a murder case. Who doesn't? So there's two documentaries. One's on Netflix. The one on Netflix is called Murdaugh Murders, A Southern Scandal. Shocking tragedies shatter a tight-knit South Carolina community and expose the horrifying secrets of its most powerful family. There's another one on HBO Max called Low Country. The Murdaugh Dynasty follows the investigation of Alex Murdaugh, a lawyer accused of murdering his wife and his son, Paul, on the night of June 7th, 2021. Okay, so let me just go through the entire case for you, okay? Okay, all right. It all started with the son, Paul. By the way, you got to know this. The Murdaughs, they're all redheaded gingers. They're daywalkers out there. Right off the bat, you're like, all right. It all starts with the son, Paul, the youngest son of the Murdaughs, who is like in high school, a little shit, so much red hair, drinks way too much alcohol, and he's got two other friends, a guy named Connor and a guy named Anthony, and they all date these three chicks who are all best friends. So they're like this little clique, okay, in the low country, right? Mm -hmm. So they go to a oyster roast, which sounds awesome, and I would want to go to this, but bad things happen. They go to an oyster roast. Paul uses his, his brother's ID to buy a bunch of booze. And instead of driving over to the oyster roast, they decide to take the boat. They take the boat over the oyster roast. They all get fucking trashed. Paul is belligerent. He's like, I want to go to the bar. So then they all go to the bar afterwards, still on the boat. They go to the bar. They get dr more drunk there. And then Paul's driving home, driving the boat home. Starts abusing his girlfriend, Morgan, for, I don't know, fucking no reason. This guy's a piece of shit. And, like, is, like, driving erratically. Anyways, crashes the boat into a bridge. All three of them fly out, and they can't find one of the girls, okay? Oh, gosh. So she dies. So, effectively, this Paul kid fucking killed this girl because he was driving while intoxicated or boating while intoxicated. But the first thing he does, and they have all this on like on like cams, like cop cams, you know, where he's like, I need to call my grandpa. I need to call my grandpa. They all go to the hospital. His dad and his grandpa, who are both, both the biggest lawyers in this little fucking shit town in South Carolina, come to the hospital, start like telling everyone like, it was Connor who was driving, not Paul, trying to place it on this other fucking kid. Meanwhile, this poor girl's missing. They can't find her. So the Paul kid has killed somebody. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Okay. So all that's happened, playing out in the courts, yada, yada, yada. Then some weird shit starts happening with the dad. You get another 911 call. The dad says he's been he was pulled over because he was changing his tire and someone came up and tried to rob him and shot him in the head. What? Didn't die, but got shot in the fucking head. The dad did? The dad did. Come to find out, it was his cousin. This is the best part of the story, really. The cousin's name is Eddie. It's Cousin Eddie, like we're a fucking National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. The dad paid the cousin to shoot him so they could collect insurance money? I don't fucking know, okay? 
Then, fast forward to June 7th, 2021, another phone call from Alec Murdoch to 911. My son and my wife have been shot. They're not breathing. Crying. Oh, no, God. And it's amazing is because the, the person on the line is like, sir, what's your name? And he's like, Alec Murdoch. And she goes, oh. Like, the whole fucking town knows about this family. So he's like, someone came and robbed me. I was at my parents' house. Oh, my God. My, my wife and my son have been shot. Oh, I can't believe it. La, la, la. So that happens. So that's what he's on trial for. But also, there's another son named Buster. Also a redheaded ginger daywalker. Can't be trusted. Ten years ago, this poor, you find out, gay kid was like walking down the road because his car had ran out of gas. And he got beaten to death. And we're like, what happened to him? Come to find out, Buster and him had a little bit of a secret relationship. Pretty sure Buster fucking killed that kid, okay? Oh, and don't forget that they had a housekeeper slash nanny who everyone loved who fell down the stairs because the dogs tripped her, cracked her head open, and died two weeks later. What did Alec do? He said, hey, listen, don't worry, boys. The the children of the nanny. I'm going to sue myself for the insurance money and you what? guys are going to be fine. Oh, he did that. He won $4 million from the insurance company, what? but he no. kept the money himself. This guy's a piece of shit. How does that work? Apparently the nanny had found drugs from Alec Murdaugh underneath the table. So we think that she was fucking murdered. So here's what I'm thinking. And here's my whole theory, my whole thesis. I think that Alec Murdaugh was the one person in that family that didn't kill anybody until he killed his wife and his son. Because I think his son, Paul, definitely killed the girl in the boating accident. I think Buster definitely killed the gay kid on the side of the road because probably frowned upon to have a gay relationship in, in the low country. I think the mother was like, nanny, housekeeping lady, you didn't find shit. You didn't find any drugs from my husband. I'm pushing you down the stairs. Boom. I think everyone killed somebody except for Alec. And then you know Alex, what Alec did? He went boom, boom. Killed both his wife and his fucking son, and this whole trial has been has been on TV. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Alec is in jail for the rest of his life. Ooh, he got fucking convicted. It's a story that's so ridiculous that if you came to me with a script of this, I'd be like, "This is way too fanciful. Like, in no world could this work." You have got to watch. The Murdaugh murders. It's insane. Even though well, I kind of explained it. I might everything. hold out for, you know, the, you know they'll do a scripted version of this now. Oh, absolutely. Like they did the staircase. So I might hold out. I might hold, hold out for the scripted version. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for redheads everywhere because they're just having to deal with the fact that the Murdaughs were just. Yeah, it's a bummer. You know, it's, it's mm. so great. But anyways, yeah, my theory is that he was the one guy who hadn't killed anybody. And then he killed, well, two people. You know. Yikes. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And this fucking family has been, you know, living high off the hog. They've been running this town for so long. They're fucking untouchable. But you know what? Fucking, you're going down, motherfuckers. You're done. Murdoz are done. Well, they're all dead, actually, but whatever. So, yeah, that was a lot. Sorry. That was a lot. But now I feel like I watched it, which I is know. great. I got to know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Selena Haley Kylie drama. Okay, Haley, Selena, Kylie, is Taylor involved in this at all? Kind of. Yeah, okay. So here's what I, the only thing I know, you know, I've been, I've been a little off the grid this week, but from what I've seen, I've seen the clip of, it's an old clip of Haley 
that makes a gesture when someone brings up Taylor Swift and she goes like, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that clip. Yeah. And then I've seen that Selena came to defend Taylor. Yeah. She, she commented on the video saying, sorry that my best friend is one of the best in the biz or something like that. Something like that. And then all I know is a bunch of people unfollowed Haley and a bunch of people followed Selena. So where does Kylie come into the mix? Kylie's also getting Haley. Yes, Kylie and Haley. So the way that I it's being presented to me vis-a-vis TikTok as a 38-year-old adult male learning yes. about this is that Haley and Kylie are kind of mean girling Selena. Huh. So it all started, well I think it's probably it's probably all started with Selena being the ex of Justin Beeps. Bieber and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess it all started with some paparazzi photos of Selena getting out of a boat where they're unflattering, I guess. There was a lot of people body shaming her. But what people don't really understand about Selena is that she has a kidney transplant. And as someone who's married to someone with a kidney transplant, it's really tough because you're taking a lot of medications that are making you like retain water and stuff. Doesn't she also have... Um, lupus, I believe. Lupus, yeah, 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 yeah. Those pictures came out. And then what happened was that Haley and Kylie, they did like a TikTok video using a sound of like, I'm not saying it's right, but God's timing is always perfect or something like that. It was like some bullshit like that where it seemed like they were saying like, it sucks that everyone's body shaming you, but like you get what you deserve, bitch. That's what it seemed like, okay? Why did it seem like that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And then I guess Haley Haley took it down and was like, it had nothing to do with her. What are you fucking talking about? Which I'm like, okay, maybe so. And then what happened was that Selena did that thing where she made her eyebrows go way up, which I cannot stand this trend. And I've talked oh, about it ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like she did the brow lamination. Lamination. And she, they went way too high or whatnot. And she was like kind of like making fun of herself, like self-deprecating on social media, being like, look what I did. The next two posts that Haley and Kylie did were like of their eyebrows. Also kind of weird. And then the video surfaced of Haley doing the okay, with, but that's Taylor, old. with Taylor Swift and then Selena being like, sorry, my best friend's one of the best in the biz or something like that. And so everyone's saying that Haley and Kylie are mean girling Selena. But then the weird thing was that Haley got a G tattooed behind her ear, which is what Selena has. Hmm. What? Why would you get that? Like, especially if you like, it's well known that like Selena has a G tattoo, and you're married to her ex. Why would you get the same tattoo behind your ear? Sounds like some single white female shit. I think they're crazy. Also, what the fuck? Why do I know this much about this? Why do you know this much? Jesus Christ! So then, this is all coming out in the news, and a Selena... The it, news, a.k.a. TikTok. Yeah, the, so the news. Uh, so Selena eclipses Kylie as the most followed person on Instagram, okay? Uh-huh. And Kylie and Haley are losing followers fucking left, right, and center, man. They are just dropping like flies. They've lost, like, over, like, millions of followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Selena's gaining followers. And then a lot of famous people have been unfollowing Haley and Kylie, your sister, being one of them. So what say you, Brandi? What news do you have? What tea can you smell? Because I need to know. Mm, I really have zero tea. Come on. Like, zero, I have zero tea. I have zero insight. Like, factual insight. Here's what I know. I know that... Haley is absolutely lovely. We've okay. known Haley since she was 13, something like that. We've okay. known the Baldwins for a long time. Lovely girl. Her and Miley are friends. I love her to death. Not anymore, according to Instagram followings. Okay. I, I feel like I, I did see that Miley doesn't follow her, but I feel like that wasn't a recent thing, maybe. I don't, I'm not really sure. Okay. 
that aside, we love Haley. We also love Selena. Miley and her have been friends again since they were like 15. Selena was on Hannah Montana. Selena's lovely. I've never met Selena, but Miley likes her a lot. My mom loves her to death. Seems like a sweet girl. Kylie, I don't really know very well. Met once. Seems fine. I think it's silly to bring back this like old video of Haley that, and like using that against her. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't love that, that they're just like finding things to like bully up against Haley with or whatever. And honestly, like just because somebody doesn't like somebody, like big fucking whoop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. not everybody has to love everybody. Yeah, that's fair. But so I, I just feel like I feel like it's a little bit like, oh, no one's allowed to have an opinion. Everyone, you know, no one's allowed to dislike someone. Like, that's silly. From what it sounds like, I didn't see the video that Kylie and Haley made about the whatever you said about the Jesus God's timing thing and the Selena body shaming. To me, that makes no sense that any of that has anything to do with each other. And I think TikTok, I think fans are just creating drama for no reason. Yeah. I think that Justin just wants to be with Selena and he's starting to realize it. And I don't think so. I do. I, think, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I think that I think that Justin and Haley are not long for this world. They're gonna break up. No. Yes. Uh, dude, that's <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me? Why do I, I know, know this? I really think I might have to delete TikTok. Like it's making me Maybe you should just take it off your phone for a minute, you know? Like just a week without it. It's not a bad idea. Like, I really need yeah. to separate. But also, I like, look at me. Like, I know so much stuff. You're you're not 16, so it's like a little weird. I know. Here's the funny thing. I don't fucking care about any of these people. I follow <laughs> none of them on social media. I've met zero of them. I think that the Kardashians are annoying. I think that Haley is beautiful, but like, I don't even, she's, a, she's the kid of a movie star. Or, like, was a movie star. I don't even know what Baldwin she's a Baldwin of. And then Selena, I was fucking in college, I think, when she was on TV. Like, I don't have any give, I don't give zero fucks about any of this. <laughs> but you know what? I have an opinion. And my opinion is, is that they are mean girling Selena. <laughs> I don't think so. They are mean girling her and it's not okay. There's another thing of like all the weird shit that like Haley has done that like copies Selena. One of them is an interview question where she's like, what, what do you, what's one thing they ask Selena? Like, what's one thing that like you wish that people would know about, would know about you that they don't know about you? And Selena was like, I wish they knew my heart, which is like, oh, it's, that's a sweet thing. And then Haley started saying that in interviews. That's weird. Is it or is it a coincidence? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's, see, it's, see, it's weird because both, that's that's your ex. That's your, that's Haley, your husband's Haley ex. Haley and Selena, though, they're both like kind of church girls, you know? And to me, that's a very church girl answer. Oh. You know what I mean? Church is involved. Yeah. That's <laughs> now. Now you have cracked so much of this case for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This checks out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> Rocked your world, didn't I? <laughs> Whoa, dude. I didn't know that part. Okay. Let's get into something that fucking is, is actually extremely well done. Okay. The Last of Us is like Oh, yeah, I'm one not of, cut up. I'm not cut up. I'm not cut up. <gasps> oh, the last episode's tough. There's going to be a scene that you're not going to like. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm I, two episodes behind. <laughs> I know. I know. What? Okay, but you were behind last I time know. we talked. It's so, so good, you can't though. can't get mad. I have to say, like, it's it's such a beautifully done show. 
It's just, it's a character piece after character piece under the guise of a fucking zombie apocalypse. It's so well done. That little girl is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal. Oh. I love that he's having his moment right now. Like, he is he's like zaddy. A big I love it. His style is getting fucking out there, bro. I don't know if you I saw like it. <laughs> I do too, but like, I think he was like a Carhartt normal dude. And then all of a sudden, someone was like, no, 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 no. You're having a moment. <laughs> We're putting you in some weird shit. We're putting you in some weird glasses and like an orange tracksuit. And we're sending you on out there. You're a zaddy now. Yeah, zaddy chic. Yeah, I like it. Anyways, so The Last of Us is just so well done. If you're not watching that show, God bless you. Yeah, I feel terrible I for you. you. Okay, well, I know you don't watch 1923. No, I don't. But holy shit, the season finale. Like, so good. Are they fucking serious that they're going to make us wait like a year and a half to two years to see what's happening here? The finale ro- like rocked me. I am not fucking okay yeah. about that finale. And I didn't see it coming at all. Like, it, they really threw me for one. I was kind of thinking, so, okay. I'm going to try not to spoil, but like, I'm just going to say spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the last episode, maybe like fast forward 30 seconds. Fair enough. I, I was kind of, you know, anticipating a couple things, like maybe Alex dies and everyone kept teasing this like big death. And so I was like, oh, I really just feel like Alex was going to die. Like there, there's a lot of foreshadowing and what she's saying and what he's saying about her not making it. And then at the end of the, I mean, can I, can I tell you? Yes. So at the end of the episode, basically they get separated major Titanic vibes, which normally I'd be mad about so many similarities, but I loved Titanic so fucking much. And it's been so long since it happened. Like the thing, the movie was out that like, I'm so down for all of this Titanic parallel. But anyway, so they get into this huge fight on this, on this boat and that he gets arrested and she gets like detained. And so they're separated, right? They're like exiling him off the ship, dropping him at whatever the fucking nearest dock is and taking her on to London and have her in, in like, in like a, confinement or whatever and so they're totally separated and you gotta think like this is fucking 1923 we ain't got no cell phones we ain't got no email we ain't got no gps how's she gonna find him who the fuck knows i have no idea like it seems hopeless that she's ever gonna get back to the love of her fucking life and i'm just devastated oh devastated but it's also all her fault it's funny like taylor the way he writes her character is very interesting because you love them so much as a couple, like you root for them, you know, they, like they're everyone's saying like they're the love story Yellowstone never gave us, like all these things, like, but there are things that she does that are so fucking infuriating. Like I love her and I root for her and Spencer, but I also fucking hate her. She makes some of the dumbest decisions and she says some of the dumbest shit and it's like, you did this, girlfriend, you did this. You did this, didn't you? She did it to herself. Yeah. I got a new show for you mm-hmm. called The Consultant. Okay. I think I've seen a preview of this, maybe. It's on Prime. It's got uh, Christoph Waltz, who was mm. who's in a lot of Tarantino things. He's the best. Mm. Follows the relationship between an employee and a boss, asking how far we will go to get ahead and to survive. The consultant. It's taking place at a, uh, like a Silicon Valley gaming company. Owner of the company is a programmer, Korean kid, who's really young and obviously like extremely rich and making all these amazing games or whatnot. And his assistant giving a tour of the gaming facility to like a bunch of middle schoolers. She takes all the middle schoolers into his office to meet him and then he like shows them new games or whatnot. So she leaves the room while he's in there with the kid and then you hear a couple gunshots. The assistant and this other coder guy, um, Nat Wolf, 
who's in like Faulkner Stars and stuff like that, run into the office and one of the kids has shot him, shot the, the owner, and he dies. Tragic. Later that night, Christoph Waltz's character shows up. He's like, I'm here to take over. And he shows like this contract that the now dead owner had signed over to Christoph Waltz in in case that there was, in, in case of his untimely death or whatnot. So now Christoph Waltz is like running this company and he's fucking crazy and weird and like doing a bunch of weird, weird shit. Um, and they finally, they find the footage of like the, the one day that this Christoph Waltz character showed up at the office and you see them talk for like 15 minutes, you see them sign something and then you see the game developer get down on his knees and start blowing Christoph Waltz. And then like Christoph Waltz like kind of like grabs his head and like violently face fucks him, you know? Can I say that? Don't love that. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, whoa, what's happening here? And then he like looks straight into the camera. It's like really kind of creepy. So then it's Elaine and Craig, the assistant and the, the programmer, like trying to figure out like who the fuck Regis Patoff is, which is Christoph Waltz's character, why he's there, what he's doing. Uh, and it starts to unravel and unfold and gets creepier. And you're like, is this demons? Like, what's happening here? Uh, they, like, sell a soul. Anyways, we're, like, three or four episodes in. It is so good. Go watch this show, The Consultant. I think you'll love it. Okay. I think I mentioned it maybe last week, but I hadn't started it. But my best friend, Kirsten, recommended the show on Apple Plus called Surface. And it's not new. It's it's kind of been out for a minute. I started it, and I am absolutely obsessed with it. I have binged the shit out of it. I'm already on episode, like, six. It's very, very good. It's honestly one of my favorite things I've seen in a while. Whatever Reese Witherspoon's production company is, like, she did it. And there's no one really notable in it or anything like that. I mean, all the actors I, I really like, but it's just no, nobody's name that you would recognize. But it's very good. Highly recommend a woman's quest to rebuild her life after a suicide attempt and her struggle to understand all the things that led up to that moment. Surface on Apple TV. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's pretty lame synopsis. But anyway, so yeah, it opens up like episode one or whatever of this girl. Her name's Sophie. It doesn't really show it, but I guess she jumps off of a boat and tries to commit suicide but survives, right? And so that but she was in a coma and when she wakes up, she has no memory of anything beforehand. She doesn't know anything. Going back into her life and having to be taught like who she is and she, and she like doesn't even remember like her friends or her husband or anything like that. And then she starts to have some of these flashbacks. Um I don't, I'm not ruining anything, but she starts to have flashbacks where like she sees different friends in these flashbacks and they're calling her a different name. And so you're like, oh, well, what's up with that? And then the husband is super fucking sketchy, you know? And so you're like, oh, well, what's up with that? And then um, also her therapist is super fucking sketchy. And you're like, well, what's up with that? And it just, there's a lot of stuff going on that you're, you're just like, everyone seems sketchy as fuck. And every episode just kind of has like, it takes you down like a new path or you're like, God, I didn't see that coming. Now what? So it's very good. God, just reminded me of the Keenan sketch. What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> All right, I'm into Speaking that. Speaking of, did you watch? Did you watch Travis Kelsey on SNL? No, I didn't. Oh, it was pretty good. Was he did pretty... a good job. Yeah, I could see him doing a good job. He really did. His monologue was great. Which, I mean, I've been to SNL a few times. I've seen Miley do it, and so I, I really know like the behind the scenes of it all. You know, the monologue is the scariest part. It's always like if you can make it to the monologue, you're Gucci, right? I yeah. Mean, that's 
it's just you up there. You're starting the show. It's it's really the first thing you're doing live, and so it's just very scary. And and I feel like once everybody's you know over the monologue, it's like a whew. And uh, I thought his monologue was great. Um, they he killed it with that one. And then like for the skits, I thought he did so good. He definitely had a couple moments where he got like tripped up on his words, you know, reading the cue cards or whatnot. Um, but he honestly, like, I was just really impressed. I thought he did a great job. And then Kelsey Ballerini performed, and she played two songs off her new EP, which is all about her divorce, you know? And I don't know if you've followed any of this, like, Kelsey and Morgan drama, but basically, like, before they were actually divorced, Morgan put out this song that was clearly about the relationship, and now Kelsey's put out this EP that's clearly about the relationship, and now Morgan's come out and say, said, like, I just can't believe you would sink this low to like put out music about what happened between us. And it's like, uh, what the fuck, dude, you put out the song first before we were even divorced. It was like, what do you mean? Like you're the, you did it first. And so he kind of like threw her under the bus. And so she keeps like answering him back with like her performances and stuff like that. And so like during one, during one of the songs, she like changes the outro of one of the songs to basically be like a snap back at him about what he said about her. And it's just all so good. Was John B there? He was backstage. She posted a bunch of photos with him. I'm surprised they should have used John B on the show. I feel like that would have been like a little. Yeah, I feel I understand that. Yeah, they did bring Jason Kelsey up for in one of the skits, which was hilarious and really cool that they did that. And then they also kind of um, included him in the monologue. So that was fun. Has he responded to uh, any DMs or what's going on there? You know, I haven't DM'd him. <clears throat> Number one, A, because I feel like he's getting, like, just so many DMs, right? Like, I'm just going to be one of many. Also, he's been busy partying. He was in Vegas partying. Now he's been busy with SNL, so I'm just kind of, like, you know, biding my time. Yeah. So we'll see. But he's so hot. So hot. So hot. But Hansel's so hot right now. There's a couple things on TikTok that I don't know their count names, but they're just showing up. There's one guy who has a rake, and he walks around during rainstorms, and he scrapes drains and clears them out and th there's nothing been more satisfying than, than seeing all the water rush into the um into the drain i don't know why but uh i love that guy fucking keep doing your algorithm keep doing what you're doing great. the other thing that i have in my algorithm that i fucking love italians who are who are cooks I, and i can't understand what they're fucking saying there's one guy who's got kind of like a shaved head but he's got cool glasses he's a handsome man he always makes amazing italian dishes just Fucking, luckily the subtitles are in English, so I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, I can make that. But he's fucking amazing. And then there's another guy who's got like a sandwich shop in Italy. It's very bare bones sandwiches. He like gets a good piece of bread, takes a little bit of the bread out, and then he puts like mozzarella or like cheese on there, and then like shaves off a bunch of like capicola or prosciutto or whatever, and then fucking, that's all the sandwich is, and he cuts it in half, and it looks so fucking simple, but so good, it's so satisfying. Italians on TikTok that are cooking, I love them the best, the most. Wow. They're great. And then also I have like Selena Haley Kylie drama on my TikTok. Mm. And then like a lot of like stuff about uh, aliens. What, what What's on your uh, algorithm? <laughs> a lot of horses, honestly. Yeah. A lot of horse content, a lot of horse girl content. Yeah, yeah. A lot. I always get a lot of fan videos about The Last of Us, uh, 1923, things of whatever the phone hears me talk about that I'm watching or I guess knows I'm watching because of my phone. I always get like a lot of content about that. I would say I get like a lot of makeup tutorial uh. videos, 
going through, which by the way, we, you know, we never talk about girly things on the show. I never talk about girly things on the show, but I got to say Lady Gaga's new makeup line. I don't know if it's actually new, but it's like kind of new, but it sold Sephora. It's called House Labs. Guys, great stuff. Not an ad. Wish it was. They did send me products to try, but like I've been using their foundation, their blush, their highlighter and their setting powder. And I'm so impressed like, I'm very picky about makeup and what I put on my face, and I'm loving it. But see, yeah, my phone hears me talk about this, and then I'm going to get a bunch, a bunch of freaking makeup girl content, which is fine. I've seen a couple of videos of, like, sheep who have, like, gotten away from the herd, and then they've grown, like, way too much wool, and they can't fucking move. They're just, like, a yeah, giant boulder. So I hate seeing that. I do, too. But also, what happens in the wild with these sheep? Are sheep not wild? I don't think they are. So we created sheep? Yeah, they're domestic animals, right? But what are they derived from? Goats? Maybe. What the? F where do these fucking things come from? Because if they were in the wild, they'd just be like these giant puffballs that are just dying left, right, and center because they can't Should fucking. We Google it. Yeah, Google that. I need to know. Are there wild sheep? Surely there are wild sheep. Descendants from the the wild Asian mouflon in Southwest Asia. Oh, together with goat, the first domestic livestock species. Huh. We made these fucking animals <laughs> grow hair until they die. It's so sad. It's so sad. That's a weird thing we've done with sheep. That's crazy town. Yeah. Dude, I got into an argument the other day at the grocery store. Oh. I went to Vaughn's. Shout out to Vaughn's. They have the best homemade salsa. So I go there. I'm only getting a few things, okay? Only getting a few things. So I've got the basket. I don't have the, the cart or as people right. in the South call it, a buggy. Uh, I have the basket. I do not call it a buggy. Just for I don't either. I never like that. I never like that. I bet you know. I, you know. I bet calls it a buggy. The Murdaws. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the express line is. All right. I know what the rules are. Fifteen and below. Okay. Mm. You can get away with sixteen if it's like the two of the same things. I think. But whatever. Uh -huh. But I know what the rules are. So I get fifteen items. Exact, because your boy's a rule follower, okay? Uh-huh. Are you? Yes, I actually am. Okay. It gives me anxiety. Uh -huh. So I go up to the uh, express line. I start putting things out. And this fucking Russian guy behind me goes, hey, bro, this is the express line. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He was like, you have too many things. And I said, I said, okay, fine. So then I started putting them up. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He goes, uh, it's 10 or less. And I go, I thought it was 15 or less. Well, I tried to do it last time I was here, bro, and she yelled at me, this woman who's right there. So I look at her, and I was like, what? She's like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. And then I'm like, I thought it was 15 or less. And he goes, no, it's 10 or less. And so I look up, and there's a sign that says 15 or less. And I go, what the fuck is that, guy? And he goes, well, she gave it. It's fine, bro. And I go, yeah, I know it's fucking fine because I have 15 fucking items here. This is why fucking no one likes you. All right? Stop bombing and crying, you fucking asshole. And stop telling people how many items I can have at the grocery, at the express line. I know the rules, okay? You're new to my country. Maybe in fucking Soviet Russia, we only allow 10 fucking items during checkout. But in America, land of the free, home of the brave, 15 items at checkout. And don't you fucking talk to me. Also, we're in public. You don't talk to me. Unless something terrible is happening or you want to compliment my shoes, don't fucking talk to me. I know the rules because the sign is right above your fucking Russian hat, guy. Wow. Jeez. It's a good rant.
You know what's funny is that none of that really happened. Like like me getting <laughs> <laughs> like me getting mad. I hate you so much. Like, I never know what to believe with no, you. No, no, no. I mean it, that happened, but like I didn't get mad at him. I was like I I kind of bitched out and like this is this is do you ever get in arguments in the shower with like things that you think might happen or things that have no. happened that what you, oh, I, I do, do this that. all the time. I always am role playing with myself. What really happened was is he was like, hey bro, it's only 10 items. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And then I was like, that's cool. Cause if that was the rule, I'd be like, oh, I'm breaking the law and I need to go. The law. <laughs> I need to go <laughs> to the correct line. And he was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And I was like, okay. Uh, so then I kept, then why say anything at all? Yeah. That's so I kept like living my life. And then I was like, I thought it was 15. Like I was like every grocery store is 15. And he goes, well, last time I was here, she, she gave me shit. Cause I had, I had over 10 and I was like, huh. And the woman didn't say shit. I was waiting for her to be like, yeah, you know, it's 10, but she didn't say anything. And then, then I did see the sign. I said, I said, it says 15 right there. And he goes, oh, well, you know, last time I was, and I was like, Okay, fuck, don't fucking talk to me. That's when I was like, okay, we're not talking, I'm not talking to you. I wish I'd be like, hey, fuck you, man. Go back to fucking Soviet Russia with Putin and your, all your assholes because- Okay. I know, but I didn't do that. I was just like, whatever, and I fucking left. But that's, this, this is my, the podcast is for me, to, I hope hmm. he listens. He doesn't probably, because he probably he listened not. to some bullshit Russian propaganda. He's probably from like fucking- Croatia and I'm like way off but you know what I like him being Russian and makes the story better because then he's he's my enemy he's my enemy now wow that was a lot yeah so have you heard of Borg no okay so this is what the kids are doing these days I saw this mm -hmm. TikTok this is crazy what listen to this Every college kid is making this. It's called Borg. Let's make it and try it out. First step, we take a gallon of water and dump about half. I think that'll do just fine. Then we're gonna fill it back up with vodka. Back when I was in college, we used like Fleshman's. This is gonna get me absolutely trashed. And I have some extra vodka we're gonna fill the rest up with. So you've hit it with your choice of, of liquid water enhancer. I'm using strawberry watermelon. I don't know how much I'm supposed to use, but I'm assuming. So then, he, then, so it's half water, half vodka, and they get Mio drops, and they're putting Mio drops in a gallon of water. Assuming a decent amount. Lastly, fill it up with two hydration packets. Put the cap on. Then they put in hydration packets like liquid IV or whatnot. And give it a nice shake. They shake it the up. The most important part, you have to name your Borg with using the word Borg in it. Okay, that's kind of fun. So you have to name the Borg while using the name Borg in it. This is just off the top of my head. I named mine Borgen Wallen, and yes, I do have five-year-old handwriting. <laughs> Let's try out Borgen Wallen. You can't taste the alcohol. I now see why Borg stands for Black Outrage Gallon, because this is a recipe for blacking out. Be sure to follow me for more drink recipes and reviews. Cheers. Black Outrage Gallon? Outrage Gallon? I gotta ask Maddie if she knows what this is. Dude. I kind of want to Borg it up. I mean, it makes sense. Like, these Gen Zers are kind of smart. Like, they're getting their hydration, so they're not probably going to be, like, super hungover. A lot of water. I'm asking, I'm asking my 15-year-old friend. Genius, though. <laughs> Maddie said, yes, I know what that is. Oh, my God. Who's Maddie? <laughs> my 15-year-old friend. You have a 15-year-old friend? That's Yeah, she, that, ride, she rides horses with That seems me. like that's, that's going to get you in trouble. You know, it's like a little sister, big sister vibe, okay? And that's how I learn all of the tea on the Gen Zers and what they got going on. So are she, is she drinking Borg? I'm sure. These kids party hard, these 15-year-olds. Maybe mine would be Borgen Freeman. 
Okay, you just copied him because that's still Morgan, but okay. But mine's not racist. <laughs> he did say the N-word one time, so we have to remember that. Oh, my God. He did. All right. Listen, he might write hit songs, but he did say it one time, so here we are. Okay, so there's a, there's a creator, I hate saying that, on TikTok that I love called Petey, but he also is a musician, and I love his music. And I saw this song recently pop up on my uh, playlist. And so this is Petey, Don't Tell the Boys. I thought you'd appreciate the OC reference in that song. Loved the reference. Right? Also, that whole thing was just very, like, early 2000s. That's okay. Love it. That's, Love it. That's kind of what's in right now. These kids I are know. fucking dressing like we dressed in the early 2000s, and it's weird. Yes, they are. I yeah. Know. So weird. Agree. I saw this weird TikTok of, like, a time lapse of all women's fashion from, like, 18... 90 to like now and let me just say the roaring 20s were where it's at totally women look fucking let's go back to that they look great it wasn't super revealing they weren't like wearing crazy heels but they were in like all these cool dresses with like long necklaces they look great let's go back to that i like that <laughs> i'm here for have you heard of lizzie mcalpine no i feel like she could have gone with a different last name as a stage name but uh, I saw her perform on Jimmy Fallon, actually, um, and I really liked it. Very, It's kind of emo, but like I like it. She played her song Ceilings on Fallon, and I would play that one. I really like that one a lot. To be sitting here with you You're kind of cute, but it's raining harder My shoes are now full of water to be rained on with you it's kind of cute but it's so short then you're driving me home and i don't want to leave but i have to go you kiss me in your car and it feels like the start of a movie i've seen I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of, I think it was Afi O'Donovan was her name. I, I like that like real breathy, sad bastard girl rock. Yeah. Or girl folk. I'm, I'm excited because next week we get to play some of Miley's new songs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, her album comes out on the 10th. Oh, nice. What anniversary <laughs> of hers was that one on? What, what? Is that the day that her and Liam broke up? Oh, 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 oh. no. But I'm pumped because I've been I've been listening to this album now for like eight months. Oh, and I've yeah. got some faves that I'm excited to share. Nice. We got some calls. You want to do some calls? 
<clears throat> sure. Okay. Hey, guys. I can't believe I'm calling in because I am one of the wives tears that does not like listening to the voicemails. Hypocrite. But I to call in to tell you guys you need to be watching the show Shrinking. It's oh. on Apple TV with I've Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a very long time. Okay. It's hilarious. It's only 30 long. minutes long. It's only going to be about 10 episodes, I think. And I believe there's six episodes in. You guys have to watch it. You will love it. Thanks, guys. I do love Jason Siegel. I can't believe her. What? She's I know. a wife to yours calling in, and now she's a wife to your calling in. I know. Girl. 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 <laughs> hey, Wells and Brandy. Yo. This is your friend Hillary from Portland, Oregon. Hey, Hill. Well, actually, a smaller town outside of Portland. But I had to call to tell you guys that my husband just loves to make fun of me because okay. I always reference you guys as my friends. I'm like, oh, yeah. my friends from the We are friends, Hillary. Movie. Yeah. So we always have a good chuckle about that. Yeah. Tell your. But I tell to your. To you guys. Hold on. Tell your deadbeat husband that we are friends, Hillary. All right. Craig or Barry or whatever your name is. You are on one today. <laughs> Movie from Netflix okay. called Lou. It has Allison Janey and Journey Smolt in it. Cool. And it's just like a really good, like kind of suspenseful. You kind of know who does it in the beginning, but then there's like a great twist at the end. So you guys should check that out. I think you'd really like it. And then I'm always listening to you guys in the car, but I want to say thanks for recommending Girl Boss. It's like a really good, easy watch. Couldn't find anything to watch the other night, and so I went to yftpodcast.com and nice. stumbled upon that, and it's been a great, easy watch. That's about it. Love you guys here in Oregon, and you guys should definitely come check out Oregon sometime. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, let's go to Oregon. I, I, it's been, I've been wanting to – my mom's been begging me to do, like, a road trip up the coast with her. Yeah. I, I feel like Oregon and Washington State are two places that are just so underrated and kind of slept on because of their location. I feel like a lot of people don't venture up there. and But I would like to. I would yeah. really love to. What do you think about Daisy Jones and the Six? I don't know what that is. is that well, a, are you, how do you not know what that is? Is that a band? It's literally all over TikTok right now. No, you're not. Uh, I'm um, on the Selena, Haley, Kylie side of TikTok <laughs> right now. I feel like you – I feel I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I feel like it's something you would like to watch. Apparently um, – it was a book that they turned into a show about, a, 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 from what I can tell, a 70s band. Riley Kioff, however you say her last name, Elvis's granddaughter, she's in it, and it's an Amazon show. So I'm, ex- I'm, an exci- I'm excited to watch it. I mean, it's, they've, been, they've been advertising it like crazy. They got crazy money behind it, but, um, but it looks like it's going to be really good. Following the rise of rock band Daisy Jones in the 6th, the 70s. Through the 70s L.A. music scene on their quest for worldwide icon status. I don't think that's a real band, though. No, it's a book. Okay, good. Because I'd be like, I should know that I should know that band. Yeah. All right, well, if you want to uh, call in and give us your recommendations, you can. 858-630-1856. I know the YFTers don't like when we play them, but I th- think that they do, and they're lying to us, is what I think. That's what I think. Yeah, I I mean, they're giving good recommendations. Yes, the, the Sonic Fidelity is not up to par, but you know, what can you do? Also, please rate and review on the Apple and Play Store, five stars, no matter what, and then you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can talk so much yeah. shit. We'll do a fuck you very much, I think, next week. Well, we didn't yeah. really talk about your trip to, did you go to Belize? Where'd you go? Oh, yeah, I guess we could kind of go out on that. Um, I did go to Belize for a whole week, a little girl's trip with three of my besties. Um... 
It was lovely. I mean, listen, Belize is just one of those places that I think is, you know, 85 and sunny all year round, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, It is very close where we were is like very close. It's just further south than Tulum. So I would say like if you want to like if you want to go to Tulum, but don't want to A, pay that much money and B, deal with those crowds, I would say Belize is a very good option for you. The beach was very similar. Um, The places we stayed were absolutely stunning. Uh, I stayed at Zana on the beach, and then we actually went inland and stayed at Kana in the jungle for a few nights. But yeah, I would say it's Tulum without the crowds, without the nightlife. There's zero nightlife. It's, It's very sleepy. Pretty cheap once you're there. Like, everything's pretty cheap, and I felt super safe, easy to get around, lots of activities. If you're an adventure gal or guy, you know, a lot of hiking, zip lining, tubing. You can go like cave splunking, horseback riding, you can do all co- kinds of things. So it's great for groups. I think it's a lovely place for couples. Um, seems very like, uh, you know, honeymoon couples retreat vibes in a lot of places. But yeah, I had a great time. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to one day go there. Yeah, you, you guys would love it. Yeah. All right, YFTers, uh, we love you. We'll be back again next week. Bigger, badder, and better than in ever. Person. In person. In person. Are you being in town? I'm being in LA, yeah. Fudge, yeah. <laughs> oh, we going to, we're going to Miley's uh, party. Miley's party. All right. Yeah. Team Selena. All day, guys. I'm team everyone. Are you? You whispered something. I don't know... Okay. All right. <laughs> See you guys. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.